Hey, good afternoon, good morning, and good night. It is time for my podcast, your podcast. Yes, everybody's favorite podcast. The Unwrapped Mind is coming back at you with another episode. And happy new year and welcome to the new year of 2023. So glad y'all came back for another year, another season of The Unwrapped Mind. Starting from the beginning. Hey, this has been uh, a very, very, very fast start to the new year. Initially, I had some thoughts I was going to kick in, had a show that I had coming up. Oh, before I get into it, hey, thank y'all for being part of this podcast, man. I I, I want to get into my show, but I can't get into it without thinking the best, the most important part, and that's all of y'all listening. So thank y'all. All right, backtrack. So I have some things I was going to talk about. This was supposed to be an episode where I was going to speak on relations and relationships and things that I keep hearing over social media. And stuff to just get on my nerve and and the way I think there's quote unquote a lot of pseudo expert relationship experts out there. Um, And I was going to get into that and go down that rabbit hole. And uh, then, as always, the world was changing. The world kept hitting us, kept spinning, kept doing things. So I had to change my show up. At least my thoughts was like, no, I can't do that show because I got to dedicate this time to something else. I think is a little more important. So, um, and then my wife said she wanted to come on. So next week will probably be me and my wife as we sit back and talk about relationships and, um, you know, some topics we have never discussed as a couple. So, uh, I might be sleeping on the couch after that episode. We don't know. We'll find out. Um, but I ain't gonna get into that. So on to this week's episode. And of course, the number one thing on everybody's mind, um, is, you know, DeMar Hamlin. If you were watching Monday Night Football the other day, you seen this young man, very young man, 24 years old, uh, took a real bad hit uh, and stood up, got wobbly and just collapsed on national TV. This young man is still in the hospital. Um, you know, we still don't know the, the true extent of his condition. They say it was cardiac arrest. But the point is, this young man is hurt. I'm not going to make light of the situation. I'm not going to try to uh, bring any levity to the situation because this is for real. This is hard. This young man is fighting for his life. And I don't even know if he's conscious to know that he is fighting for his life. And that's sad. Um, And to make matters worse is it happened at 8.55 p.m. It took over an hour for the game to be called and canceled for the night. Um, I think the players in their mind had automatically canceled playing in their minds. Uh, the coaches had canceled playing in their minds. And I want to say they had to find a way to relay that message to the powers that be in the NFL head office because the NFL head office had not made the call. Now, why they didn't make the call to cancel the game almost immediately when a man's uniform is cut off of him and he's carted off the floor off the field, why not make that call immediately? I'll never know. I'm not sitting in those offices. I don't hear those conversations. Uh, I do say to the NFL, to anybody who's watching, and anybody has that opinion that the game should have went on, that leaves a very, a very bad taste in in my mouth as a fan of the NFL. It left a very, a very bad look for the world and everybody who was watching Monday Night Football that. You were suspending play without canceling play. You know, 
There's no amount of anything worth somebody getting injured and getting hurt. I, I, I like football. I enjoy watching the sport. I enjoy watching the NFL. I don't ever want to see a player get hurt for my entertainment. I don't think it's worth my entertainment to get hurt. And I was just holding this conversation with my man, New Year's Eve. We were sitting in the back talking about this. I could watch flag professional flag football if it means somebody won't get hurt like that. I don't ever need to see a person get hurt. I don't, man. I, I love football. I love contact sports. I'm a huge fan of boxing. I like MMA to some extent. But I don't want to see a person get hurt for my entertainment. If it means, you know, boxing hit below them, you know, don't hit the person in the head and y'all just do chest shots, I could watch that. Because once again, no person should be in the situation. No family should be in the situation that the Hamlin family is in right now. So my thoughts and prayers are with this young man. I hope he gets up. I hope he does a full recovery. I hope his life goes on just as normal as it was going on on the 27th of December. I hope his life just keep going because what happened to him on the 2nd of January wasn't needed. Um, and it's unfortunate. And, and honestly, nobody's to blame. It's just the nature of that sport. So my thoughts are with you. The NFL, you definitely need to do more. You need an image makeover. I need to hire somebody to really put a bug in your ear and not just a bunch of, you know, corporate corporate slaves. I'll say that word. Corporate slaves who just will yes for a check. Excuse me. Y'all would just yes for a check because as soon as that man went down and, and, and the ambulance came, we should have been called. I know it was fans in the stands. I know advertising paid for spots. I know there's 50 million miles to get fed off of that broadcast, but it wasn't worth it. I appreciate ESPN for being classy about it and keeping us up to date on what's going on. Um, but I will tell you, we just probably need to cancel that game at nine o'clock and not at 10 o'clock. Five minutes after it happened, let's get it done. Okay. So once again, my heart goes out and I will um, stop talking about that at this point in time. And, um, you know, I, I keep watching news to stay updated on this young man's condition because it just needs to be. Um, another thing. So I'm going to get on to something a little bit lighter because we have to, you know, no one wants to be like dark and down the whole time. I try not to be. I try to be uplifting. So um, the holiday hangover is, is, is hitting y'all. The holiday hangover hit me today. Like I was like my first full contact day at work, which means, you know, I'm back at work. My kids back at school. Uh, the morning routine kicked in. School buses are running. Everybody's going back to work. And I can pretty much say I didn't want to be there. Pretty much say I was like, nah, I'm over this. And my kids didn't want to go to school and traffic was horrible and it was everything that it was on December what 10th that made me be like, yeah, I can't wait for these people to go on break. I'm hungover from the holidays. I had a great time. New Year's New Year's Eve was great. New Year New Year Eve. Um, my Rob, Monica, their family came by. They just came back from Italy, so it was great to spend New Year's with them. Obviously, I think I told y'all my mother in law is in town, so she's been great. It's been great to have her. And, you know, my wife and my kids, that was us for New Year, for New Year's and New Year's Eve, just to be around them. And that was just a great, quiet time. And, uh, you know, we just sat back, had conversation, 
They had some drinks. We had some food. Kids ran around. Neighbors did fireworks. That was cool. That was great. Uh, and pretty much Christmas was the same thing. I think I, I speak on Christmas. If I didn't, you know, my daughter got up early in the morning, woke us up, said, come on, let's do Christmas. You know, we jumped up at, at 540 in the morning, did Christmas full of joy. And then we you know, went through it and, and went about our things. Um, and it was just a good holiday. But I, I guess I'm hungover. I'm ready. To, I was ready to go back to work. I'm, I'm, and, and when I thought I thought I was ready to go back to work. I just wasn't ready to go back to work at full speed. I didn't know I had to get in the car, hit the gas. And and I pretty much was like, nah, I'm over it. So I'm over it. Um, I guess tomorrow just be a different day. One of the things that came out of the holiday is I think for me, this was a miss year on the gifts. I kind of it kind of wasn't like I didn't I didn't hit the home run like I usually hit. So, you know, what I did is I looked at my wife. We talked. And I said, hey. You know, we, we got between the two of us, we have four major things, uh, Valentine's Day, birthday, anniversary, Christmas. Those are the four major gift giving times, you know, in a relationship for us. So let's write down four gifts that we definitely want. And, you know, we'll just get them. They don't have to be in any specific order. Just write down the four gifts. Now, does that mean I'm only going to get my wife four gifts throughout the year? Just depends on how the year goes, but more likely not. But it guarantees she get at least four gifts she definitely won't. And same goes with me. You know, we got to be reasonable. I ain't going to be like, hey, send me around the world. You know, that's crazy. But, you know, it'll definitely make sure we hit the wickets. And the wild factor is there because I like the wild factor in my wife's face when she opens a good gift. Call me crazy. But that's what I like to see. So that's what we aim for. That's what we're hitting for. Uh, hopefully we'll come up with this because, believe it or not, uh, Valentine's Day, y'all, is already around the corner. Of course, Walmart already got their gifts, already got Valentine's stuff out. And y'all on the clock, believe it or not, y'all on the clock. We got less than 35 days before Valentine's Day. So we are on the clock. Tick, 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 tick. So, hey, think about that. Valentine's Day coming. Better start getting your gifts together. Um, I am not going to let this podcast go with go any further without saying, hey, this is a monumental year for me. The last couple of days. Music wise has been great. I would tell y'all for those who know me know I love hip hop and rap music and hip hop. The culture turns 50 this year, 50 years old. They didn't think hip hop would be around this long. Hip hop was something we did in the parks, breakdancing, graffiti, DJing, rapping, uh, you know, teaching about the culture. It's something that just happened because we were bored, you know, and, and, and it wasn't supposed to blow up into this billion dollar industry, you know, that it is. Hip hop is a major global force right now. Something that really started to just keep kids off the streets so they wouldn't kill each other and they wouldn't beat each other up. Blew up into this major global force. We now produce millionaires and billionaires, um, not overnight, but at a very rapid rate. And, and, and it's all because of this particular genre. And I'm, I'm very proud to be a student of the game. I'm very proud to be around for hip hop for most of its life and all of my life. Um, and, and I got to say, starting on uh, December 31st, all the way to today, I've had a lot of great news. I've had some sad news and I will get to the sad news first. Uh, our hearts and minds and thoughts go out to the family of Gangsta Boo. 
Uh, if you don't know Gangster Boo, she was part of 3-6 Mafia back in the day. She had a hit song with them dollars at. Uh, she was on Tear the Club Up. Uh, you know, Gangsta Boo is that rapper right there. And um, she's a Memphis legend. She's a hip hop queen. And unfortunately, she passed on New Year's Day. She was found on her porch on Me in Memphis. And it's a very sad day for hip hop. Um, and, and, you know, my heart's and minds go out to her and her family. She, she was a very young lady, younger than me. She had her whole life ahead of her. She had plans and goals. Um, she had just recently lost her father. So she was coming out of that. And the finest young lady dead is a loss to hip hop, a loss to Memphis, a loss to the Memphis rap culture and loss to us, you know, as hip hoppers all around the world. We miss you. We hope your spirit and your essence uh, move forward. And we ask for peace and blessings to her and her remaining family. But I'm going to get into the great and good news that I, heard, I was talking about about hip hop. As I said, hip hop turns 50. I'm there for it. Every step of the way, I am not going to uh, I'm going to every week. I am going to talk about at least at a minimum one album and and tell y'all what I think. Um, what I think is the importance of hip hop, um, it's importance in hip hop or at least it's importance to me. And why this uh, particular song or album, whatever it is, I review is so great. So hip hop's turn 50. I'm going to review 52 albums this year because that's how much I love hip hop. And I'm going to start with, um, you know, a legend in, in, in hip hop. And I'm going to start with it right now. So Roxanne Shante, let me tell you about her. She was uh, she found out on December 31st. That first, let me tell you who Roxanne Shante is. Roxanne Shante is, without a doubt, uh, one of the ultimate female rappers, uh, definitely a queen of hip hop, a force in hip hop, and you know she's just amazing. So, um, Roxanne Shante, she actually started making records with um, Molly Marr. She made a song called Roxanne's Revenge. When she was 14 years old, she made a song called Roxanne Revenge. And if you remember UTFO, they had a group. Um, UTFO was a group. They made a song called Roxanne Roxanne. And they was talking about this girl. What they didn't know is that particular song would uh, spark 50 billion answers. And Roxanne Shante sitting in Molly Ma's living room freestyled a diss track. That would become known as Roxanne's Revenge. She was 14 years old and she did that. Um, so throughout her career, she had a lot of other albums. The Bitches Back, uh, Big Mama. She did a song with Millie Jackson. But I say all that to say this. I'm giving props to Roxanne Shante, who is now a DJ and a host of Have a Nice Day on Rock the Bells. Um, what happened with her on December 31st and get back to the great news is she is now a platinum recording artist because Roxanne's Revenge went platinum on December 31st. Now, that song was released back in 1980s, what, 84, 85, somewhere around there. You would have thought that song would be platinum because it ain't, it ain't somebody who like rap, you know, of a certain age who ain't heard Roxanne's Revenge, you know. Um, and to find out that that record just now went platinum is great for her. And, and I'm so proud to be alive to see that moment because 
I remember listening to that song all the time growing up as a kid. You couldn't hear Roxanne, Roxanne without hearing Roxanne's Revenge. They played them back to back in the club. So salute. Shout out to you, Roxanne Shantae. Shout out to Molly Maul for producing such a hip hop joint. Um, classic, always will be. That was the first time you ever heard on Wax a female dissing dudes. It didn't happen. She came out and dissed three dudes. Up until that point, never happened. And you seldom ever hear it happen now because they just don't, it just doesn't happen. But she did it. She stood up and said, I got the balls to do it. So shout out to Roxanne, Roxanne Shantae. If you have not heard Roxanne's Revenge, download it. Keep getting her plays. Keep getting her, you know, pushed that um, single further and further. So Roxanne Shantae is my hip hop album of the week for this week. Uh, Roxanne's Revenge is the one. Go listen to it, download it, give it a look, and and go discover a hip hop classic, y'all. Go discover a hip hop classic. It, it, hip hop ain't even fit. Hip hop is just now fifty years old. Can you believe it? The music we grew up with, lived on, just now turned fifty. It's golden. Finally, they say the golden age of hip hop was you know. Back in the 80s. Now, hip-hop's golden age is just now starting because we just now 50 years old. So, there you go. Roxanne, Re- Roxanne's Revenge is my hip-hop uh, single, hip-hop song of the week. Go check her out. Shout out again on the Platinum Success. In other good news, A, if you if you a fan of De La Soul, you realize you ain't got to hear De La Soul's first four or five albums because they were on no streaming. They haven't been issued or reissued in forever because they were having disputes with Tommy Boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the wait is over. De La Soul's first four or five albums will be released, uh, re-released, and be able to be streamed starting March 3rd. I am super excited about that particular date. Um, You get to download... Stakes is high, balloon state of mind, um, artificial intelligence, and the seminal, the groundbreaking album that is Three Feet High and Rising. If you've never heard Three Feet High and Rising, oh, you're going to be in for a treat. I cannot wait. I am tickled pink to be ready to download these albums and listen to them as much as I can, as much as I want to, because if De La Soul is that group. De La Soul is just that group. I've been waiting on this. I still have my CD of Three Feet High and Rising. I remember the first time I heard Three Feet High and Rising in my Uncle Dana's T-Top. He was playing it because he was in the Army, so he was bringing music from all over. And it had the little cartoon, little comic book insert in the CD, and he was playing it. And it was just, to me, I was just overwhelmed by the production, by these dudes rapping, I was I love that CD. I listen to it. I still bump it. So, hey, De La Soul fans, rejoice. The music is coming to us. It's our time. Let's eat it up. Let's chew it up. Hey, let's support this hip hop movement. Um, if you get a chance to go to a hip hop celebration this year, make sure you go. If anywhere they're celebrating the, the birth of hip hop, uh, go this year because we deserve that. I'm telling you all right now, it ain't a person it ain't a person who ain't affected by hip hop in the last 50 years. I don't care how old you is and I don't care how much you want to say, not me. You have been affected by hip hop in some way, shape or form. So go celebrate hip hop, go celebrate the last, the last truly original genre of music that's going to be created 
in America and going to be created by black people. That is going to be the last true genre of music. Everything else is going to be assimilated from something else. But I'm telling you, hip hop is definitely us. Man, celebrate it. Love it like I do. I hope you do. Um, so, <laughs> all right. If you've been watching social media the last couple of weeks, you've had to see the fight at the Waffle House. Anybody else catch that? Yo, the fight at the Waffle House. Let me tell you, for one, almost every Waffle House has had a fight in it. And if you're in the Waffle House and you're fighting, you best be on your P's and Q's. But let me tell you, this particular fight at the Waffle House, I don't know why. And I know sometimes I make stuff sound like it's so black and white, but I don't even know why. So they they at the Waffle House and they get into this big scuffle, huge fight. I don't know what made them think they was going to hop over the counter and jump on the white waitress. First of all, she the white waitress in the all black restaurant. So that should tell you she probably can do something. So they jump over, try to jump on her. She throwing punches from the shoulder. Woo, she was whooping ass. And on top of that, somebody had the audacity to throw a chair at her. Let me tell you how she grabbed that chair out of midair, tossed it to the side, and kept going. Somebody pulls up another chair, and she's like, come on. She got the look on her face like she ready for this. That wasn't her first time catching a chair. That wasn't her first time wanting to keep fighting after catching a chair. Me personally, I'm, I think I'm a pretty tough dude. I think I can hold my own. If I throw a chair at somebody and they threw the chair and this person manages to grab it and chuck it onto the other side and she still had a pot in her hand, in her other hand. So she managed to deflect the whole thing. I'm not going to continue that fight with said person. I'll go find me somebody lesser to pick on and fight. So let me tell y'all before y'all go and, and start doing that. If you see that happening, leave. That person can whoop ass and you don't want your ass to be the next one getting whooped because that girl was ready that day. So, hey, to whoever that waitress is at that particular Waffle House in Georgia, a shout out to you. I watched that clip where you caught that chair more than enough times. It was a sight to see. You have cracked my top five of real life fighting moments. You are a true champion in my book. I don't really talk and, and publicize fight videos, but what you did that night was amazing. Yes, it was. Uh, Waffle House lady, you are amazing to me. I got to say it. Um, yeah, she, she was. She was simply, simply, simply amazing. So anyway, a hey, New Year's resolutions. I know we all in. I know New Year, New Me. I know I said I don't want to hear it, but I know y'all saying it. I know everybody hitting to the gym out there jogging, uh, doing sit-ups, doing push-ups, doing all the little things that y'all want to do, get yourselves back in shape. Hey, great for you. I hope y'all made some resolutions. Um, I hope y'all get inspired to have a great year. I'm not going to make fun of what you're doing. I know it sounded like I was, but I'm not. I salute you because any change is better than no change at all. Any step forward is a step forward. You know what I'm saying? So if you got resolutions, stick to them. Stick to them as much as you can. Try to keep that plan in effect. Go out there and just do some things. What resolutions did you make? Like, what resolutions did you make to make yourself better? Or not even make yourself better. Just keep yourself happy. Keep yourself content. What resolutions did you make? Like me, I think I talked. I know I talked about this. I had to have talked about this. 
I definitely want to go to school. You know, I definitely want to be a better person to the people in my life. You know, I think I said this a couple a couple episodes ago. Um, I'm not going to get even with the people who did me bad. I'm going to get even with the people who did me good. And that's probably my biggest resolution to get even with the people who did me good because I owe them more than I owe somebody who did me wrong. You know what I mean? So that's probably my biggest resolution. And to be good to myself. I am. I'm going to find a reason to be good to myself this year. And, and I don't mean that in a selfish go spend money. I mean that in a way to where I'm at peace and content with things going on around me, where I might laugh a little bit more. You know, I might try to find a little more joy in life and things like that. Um, so I, those are my resolutions. I don't do a lot of big, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a start an LLC and, and do 50 vision boards and, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to eat better. Yeah, I probably am. I probably ain't. Yeah, who knows? Depends on how I feel. I might try to cut, cut back on soda a little bit, but hell, I love Mountain Dew, so I probably won't. But you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Anyway, hey, y'all. Hey, this has been a great podcast. It's been a great time talking to y'all. I really appreciate y'all allowing me to, to hit y'all up um, and come through every week. My my biggest thing, my biggest hope and wish for this year is um, we just all bless each other. And we all stay healthy. We all keep struggling. A shout out to Lee. Um, Congratulations. Keep fighting. Keep swinging. I knew you could beat that. I knew you could do it. And, um, yo, we proud of you here. You super dope. You mega dope. Um, But, hey, everybody, really, for real, you know, on a serious, serious note, just be good to you. Be good to the people around you. Put as much good as you can in the air. And like I've said in the past, I'm say it again. Your gift is a present to the world. Once you use your gift and present it to the world, go go back in line. God has more gifts for you. Don't dwell in sadness. Look for the happy thought. You know, look for a reason to smile. Look for a reason to laugh. If not so much for you, maybe the next person you ever looked at somebody laugh and that person made you laugh. Or that person's smile made you smile. There's somebody looking at you the exact same way for your smile, and your laugh on your worst day. When you don't think you can be strong, you ain't necessarily being strong for you. You're being strong for somebody else, because on that day when that person may not feel like they're being strong for them, they're being strong for you. That laugh or smile they did that made you feel good. You owe that to somebody else. You know, be true, be honest, be real and, and just have a good year. Have a good life. Have a good day. Have a good moment. Speak up if you need help. You know, mental health is important. Physical health is important. Spiritual health is important. Financial health is important. Everything is important, but you have to know how to prioritize and how to put it in the right spot. Everything ain't linear. You have to know how to categorize stuff. You know what I mean? If you think linear, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Categorize, prioritize. Make things, you know, shift your priorities around a little bit. It's okay to do that. It really is. Um, and with that being said, I'm I'm not going to do black businesses this week. Y'all know I, I will. I'll come back with them next week and shout them out. Um, you know, shout out to my love for hip hop. Shout out to all my friends and family out there. Um, you know, shout out to the whole world. And I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in and thank y'all for making this the podcast it is. And, and, 2023 going to be a dope year for this podcast. I promise you, I uh, hope to make y'all laugh, hope to go, you know, make y'all think a little bit more 
And uh, like I told y'all, edutainment is the word this year. So yeah, I'm gonna drop some. I'm gonna drop some real jewels on y'all as I go through. Edutainment is the is is the word this year. All right. So peace in the Middle East, and I'm out.